I really, I, I pray that uh, that we have more chat during the show because it'd get really sad if, like, through the whole show on YouTube, you just see these two questions about how we do our show. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> then they're like, secondary question. How do you play I'm a Believer by the Monkees on harmonica? Oh, well, let my associate help you with this. Yeah, I may can't help you with that one there, bud. It would just be like, now I... Wait, no, that was the home improvement. No, that's home improvement. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a believer. Boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time for a load. That's right, I said a load, a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS. The spookiest show on the planet. (laughs) Featuring the two kookiest cats of all time. And I am talking about he, the boot. To the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake. Oh, and the other gentleman, he is the spoopiest son of a gun of all, Scotty Moore. Oh, my. Anything can happen on November 2nd. Yes, Scotty, welcome. Join me in our perennially late... October Halloween podcast on in November. Well, we could. Pro- this episode is. It's I, gonna go up almost a week after Halloween, Scotty. I was gonna say we could possibly get away with calling it a Dia de las Muertos episode because people can technically watch right now. I guess we should get it out of the way for the people watching on YouTube and listening. That and that's the scariest thing of all. <laughs> we're live streaming. Yes, we are now live streaming the show on twitch.tv slash a load of BS. It's going to be every Thursday. We're going to try to start at 1030. We didn't this week because the internet is garbage. But yes, the spookiest thing in the world watching us live. Woo! Anyways, Hi. Blake, how was your Halloween? Uh. <laughs> oh, my Halloween was wonderful. Do you know, um, I mean, the the weekend before Halloween, I did a bunch of stuff, and oh, yeah. there's some post-Halloween parties that's going on in, in the city this week. I know, and I'm upset because I have to do the full 24-hour stream the day it's happening. I know. I, I was like, no! I want to yeah. go party! Well, I, um, how do I describe my Halloween? I, uh, died... I died and came back to life multiple times. So I would I would like to point out this is also a pre-Halloween, a Halloween pre-game if you will, because Halloween was on a fucking Tuesday. Oh yeah, I guess this was Halloween pre-game because I wasn't out on Tuesday night like let's get it. What up Cleveland? Tuesdays. Is that a new uh, thing? Cleveland's Cle- really big on Tuesdays, man. Oh, Cleveland really. Tuesdays are a big deal around here, man. Um, yeah. Well, the first day uh, we went, uh, Friday night, we went to, like, a 
for those of you who aren't from Alabama, there's a place called the McWayne Center, which is essentially just your, like, your boring Wonderworks, not boring, but, like, your typical Wonderworks Science Center kind of place. And they were holding a Harry Potter night. And mm-hmm. so uh, my girlfriend who loves Harry Potter is like, we're going. And I'm like, well, okay, you could have said it in your normal tone of voice. She's like, no, we will go to this. You See, will. You still don't understand what it's like to be uh, for people that are re- really love Harry Potter. Uh, we will do this. I command you. Um, well, you no. just better be glad that I got mine under control, son. Well, oh, okay. For it, oh God, where did I just go? I'm sorry. Did did somebody talk about Harry Potter again? No, we're gonna go. We're gonna get back to it because I'm gonna say I threw a better Harry Potter thing on accident than they did at the McWayne Center. Because we walk in, and the first thing I see is a mother and daughter attempting to walk into the IMAX theater where they're showing, I think it was Prisoner of Azkaban, and they were just like, nope, the doors are already closed, you have to just kind of go fuck off. And I was like, what? Prisoner of Azkaban, more like Prisoner of Azkaban, am I right? I know, right? <laughs> more like, oh, more like, God. A- more like Azkaban. Azkaban. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. Uh, And so we get our tickets and we turn a corner. And, you know, uh, there's like this big entrance way to get into the main McWayne Center area. And all they've done is put like a plastic brick wall in front of it. And that's it. So we walk through there and they're like, there'll be people there waiting to give you maps. Uh, I love the idea, really quick, of like... You have to tap on the plastic bricks just like you do in the movie. Yeah. And that's how it opens. But there's just this one kid who keeps tapping it wrong until the point where he just like smashes through the plastic. No, no, no. I like the idea that there's a kid who thinks you have to do that and is sitting there just whipping a wand against it repeatedly as multiple people are walking through it. I just don't know what I'm doing wrong, guys. I I can't. Guys, man, help me man. out. Help me. I don't know which things to press. Just I'm, walk through it, Billy. I'm a yeah. wizard. <laughs> Billy. I'm a wizard. And so Billy, we walk please. through, and the first floor is legitimately exactly the same as if you went on a normal day. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there like, oh, no. We're in trouble. <laughs> I think we just paid a lot of money to go to the McQueen Center at night. Uh, and so then we, we finally find hey, they have now a po- listen. Scotty and Blake three or four years ago would have killed for the, that opportunity. Oh, Thank oh, you very much. Oh, no. If you were there, there's no doubt we would have been like, fuck Harry Potter. I'm about to lay on a bed of nails, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and so then we go downstairs <clears throat> to this area where McWayne Center has a cafeteria which they turned into the Great Hall. And the way they turned it into the Great Hall was by hanging a sign that said the Great Hall in Sharpie. And we got there late, so we decided not to even attempt to eat any of the food they put out. Then we walk around a corner to where they've got like their fish and stuff, and they've just called it, is it black, the Black Lake? The Dark Lake? Something the, like the that. The forbidden, sea, the secret lake, the awesome, the lake <laughs> the of spooky waters of the Hogwarts. Spook, <laughs> the Hogwarts lake. There's a giant squid in that. In oh, this 
at, in the spooky waters of well, guess what? There wasn't here. There were the same damn sharks and shit that you could pet in a normal day. The only difference is they had a line, and so I'm like, I'm not gonna deal with this line. I don't even want to go near sea creatures. So I'm gonna turn a corner, and what do I find? But a shitty tiny black skeleton pinata thing, and I was like, oh no, it's a it's a dementor. He's so. <laughs> He's so sp- oh. he's so spooky. He's so scary. He's made out of black crepe paper. <laughs> oh. Hey guys, I'm a Dementor here. How you doing, Dementor at large, and Dementor then, Jones? Well, well, I felt Hi. safe. I felt safe because there was also a uh, a Patronus there, and by a Patronus, I mean a reindeer or- ornament covered in Christmas lights. That was literally. <laughs> It was two feet tall. <laughs> I was just like, shit, they're getting the Christmas shit ready. Um, so then we're like, oh. there's got to be more Harry Potter than this. Because they were like, it's going to be an evening at Hogwarts. It's going to be fantastical. So we go to the second floor where they have, uh, they've got like the four, literally four H's there with, um, with like the owls and snakes. And weird shit, and I was just like, that's pretty cool, okay. And um, then we turn around, and there was a staircase going up to the third floor, and underneath is a janitor's closet. But it wasn't uh-huh. today. It was it was Harry Potter's bedroom. That- <laughs> it was it was his bedroom Ooh. from his house with Uncle Pig Fat and and cousin cool. cousin Boshin. And so I'm we, sorry, you know what their names are. I'm you're right. It's Ragtime Roast Beefy and Uncle Pig Fat. <laughs> so we walk up oh. we walk up to her and we're like, this has to be what they went all out for, because it is literally like a photo op area. Well, there were approximately three letters addressed to Harry Potter dangling off fishing wire. And a really shitty cot just laying in there. And then, but it was very well lit. Everything looked fine. I'm like, I think, I think they would have treated Harry worse than this. I, I could see myself living here. I wouldn't be bad. I'd do this. Um, I would pay rent for this, <laughs> actually. And so, it's, it's th- climate controlled. Right? Holy shit. And then they've uh, they've turned like a few of their exhibits. Like they've got a uh, a bike that you ride on a wire across the sky that they have all the time. But then they're like, "No, it's a broomstick," and I'm like, "No, it's a fucking bicycle. It's a broomstick." So uh, we they don't actually board- show it in the movies, but um, in the books, you actually did have to fly on broomsticks by making pedaling motions as if you were on a, a bicycle. You know, I've got- and see, you haven't re- you haven't read the books, so. I, my word might as well be gospel. <laughs> you can make up anything. You can be like, as soon as they got on the broomstick, it turned into a Harley motorcycle. And then they revved away. Well, um, I mean, you have seen the beginning of the first movie. That's the only time that they use it. Oh yeah. So you see, if you're if you're a big enough person like old Hagar the Horrible, <laughs> um, 
his broomstick automatically turned into a giant motorcycle the first time he rode it. Yeah. Uh, so then we go to third floor where they have like a maze, which uh, is now become the Tri-Wizarding Maze. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's a fucking maze you always have. Then they have a section for making wands, which was actually really dope. I made a pretty cool wand. Then they had a section for uh, making troll snot, which was literally just making slime. I was like, I used to do this in Florida. Then there was one that was, uh, I think, owl pellet dissection. And we both went, nah, fuck that. So we got done with everything, and then we left. Hey, you want to see what Hedwig's been dipping into, guys? <laughs> you want to see what Hedwig shits out? Come on over! And hey, so- you know what the best part is? Yeah. Owls didn't shit. <laughs> and so uh, afterwards, I was like, okay. I Firstly... As someone who literally worked right beside the wizarding world of Harry Potter, I'm there the whole time like, maybe she's loving this. Maybe for her, it's still like a fun experience. After we left, she's just like, she looks like the most disappointed child. And I was like, I have to save the night. It is now up to me to save. I would have to say, like, just really quick before you make everything better. I need to say that a friend of mine who is amazing and a great Harry Potter fan got yeah. together with a bunch of other people and made an amazing Harry Potter party that, like, the pictures looked wonderful. I wasn't able to go because that was when we were out of town. Yeah. Um, But fuck me. The, from what I saw just in pictures, this one-night party was better than that a few, like, friends got together and did was way better than the McWayne Center, which is, like, a respectable pillar of the Birmingham community. Come on, get it together, guys. Oh, no, today, uh, one of the channels I follow on YouTube, they basically went down BuzzFeed's article of, like, all the different, like, the best way to throw a Harry Potter party, and they're like, we followed everything we could and made the perfect BuzzFeed Harry Potter party, and it looked amazing, and Emily was watching with me and just looks over and it's just like that is so much better than that shit we went to last weekend i'm like i know right oh uh, damn hey next week can we make some ideas and have like make our own harry potter party just like what wait what where and how yes okay so well i i have some practice with that let, let i'm gonna get onto it but i'm like i need to make this better which point I text my best friend in the world, Blake Tanner, and say, let's go get pizza and alcohol. And you're like, okay. So we went to a place in downtown called Pies and Pints. We Pies got, and Pints, which is the best pizza in Birmingham. We got a giant-ass piece of pizza, like giant-ass pizza, which I ended up eating the rest of the next day. Um, I think I had two big old bottles of either cider or mead, and I think we're still not sure what it is. It was called what? Zombie Killer, right? Yeah, Zombie. It's a the I know that the it's a local brewery that makes it. Yeah, yeah. Um so we end up getting uh getting having a fun time drinking, doing all that. And so then afterwards we get back in the car and you had to bolt at that point, but I decided to go well, yeah, to Yeah, we stayed we stayed there for a good long time though. Oh yeah. My, well, it also they sat us in like the section furthest away from people as if they were like we know y'all motherfuckers gonna be loud. And halfway through our conversation, I was like, I can't even be mad. They were right. 
Like, my favorite was at one point a mother walks through cradling her child and then, like, holds it tighter as if to shield it from our evil. And I'm like, wow. Oh, God, it's them. It's Yeah, right? And so yep. afterwards we went to uh, – we, it wasn't Syndicate. What was uh, – what's the barcade in Birmingham? Oh, you mean uh, Paramount. Yeah, we went to Paramount. Which is half bar, half art. It's not like a... Because for me, a barcade is literally like bar arcade altogether. This is part bar, part arcade, all barcade. So we walk yep. into the bar part and, and I'm like... Was that the first time you've ever been to Paramount? Yeah. I cried. Oh, I, I wept openly as I walked <laughs> into the arcade section because I was like, that was my favorite game as a kid. That's the Ninja Turtle arcade game. The Simpsons game is over there. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and so now there are two wizards pimping around just playing video games. And uh, Emily has to wake up early for work. She has to wake up at, like, 4. And so I can already tell she is, like, getting all of the tired. So I'm like, okay. I walk up to the bar. Excuse me, bartender, can you get us a Red Bull? And can you get me a Red Bull with tequila in it? And she just looks over like, son of a bitch. So I end up having three Red Bulls and tequilas while we play games and, uh, like, uh, I remember. Oh, wait, hold on. This was my favorite moment of the entire bar was the fact that I was sitting there and I was, Emily was looking at the, like, uh, jukebox. And I was just like, okay, cool. They've got a jukebox. Here, $5. We'll get us a shit ton of music. And Emily goes through, and Emily loves Daft Punk, so she just plays some Daft Punk. And I was like, hold on a second. I'm about to fuck this bar's entire night. N-I-C-K-E-L-B-A-C-K. And I just played Rockstar. And I was like, I want this entire bar to go <laughs> silent and just stare at me. <laughs> through a standing in lines to clubs I'll never get. And then everyone stares like, I fucking know you did this shit. Yeah, and I think oh. I I think that place effectively saved the night because she's luckily one of the people that when I emanate joy it re- like radiates into her and so she was just like, well he's happy he's playing Street Fighter two, it's gonna be fine. Uh, cut to the next day where we had to go to a separate party that was thrown by my buddies the Doves, and so um well. I, Emily, our original plan was just to salve our costumes from the wizard yeah, thing. And I, I go would just like wizards. to say, really quick, you're just really happy that you have somebody to drive your ass around now, don't you? Nah, because so I can think actually I'd drink probably, a lot. I think I'd probably still either drive or fall asleep where I lay. Uh, so, which was definitely what almost happened at the Dove's house. Because uh, she was originally just going to go as a wizard. Well, and so she was like, I'm going to make cauldron cakes and chocolate frogs and all this. And I was like, cool. I'm going to make alcoholic potions. We're going to put them in these potion bottles and then bring them. And so I ended up making a giant jug full of butterbeer. We had a pitcher of, like, uh, polyjuice potion, which was, like, lime juice. Um, it was lime juice Sprite. And my favorite was I told Emily, hey, just put, like, a cup of vodka in it. Later I asked her, how much? She's like, I just poured the bottle into it. And I was like, son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Uh, cup, bottle, same mm-hmm. difference. Um, yeah, so Drink. that's what that's what ended up going on there. And so, uh, 
I made that. I made one called the Goblet of Fire, which you just poured into a glass, layered it with 151, set it on fire. There's a video on my... I might even put it in the video right now for you guys to watch. I would really like to say I'm so glad that you put the fire out before attempting to consume it, because that's a recipe for disaster. Nah, dog, that's fine. I, I can eat fire. And so, um... So that was something, and so I ended up getting to a point where I drank... We also had Amertentia. I drank that entire bottle full of cocktail. Um, other people drank the Goblets of Fire, other than the one I had, which was fine. Then I noticed no one was going near the Butterbeer, because it wasn't in, like, a fancy bottle or anything. It was just, like, in a pitcher. So I took it upon myself to empty it. And let me tell you how I made it, Blake Tanner. I, um... Let's see, how do I say this? I poured in apple cider and just emptied the jug, poured in bullet bourbon. I think it was like, you need like half a cup, maybe three-fourths of a cup. I upended the bottle of bullet into it, upended a bottle of butterscotch syrup. Um, We mixed that together. I think there was more things in there. I think I put a living dog in it. And then uh, after that, we mixed it all up. I drank all of that, and I woke up the next day, and I... I think I had to rise out of my own grave. I was like, hey, everybody. Like, the last thing I remember, Nate Henriksen, how dare you? You don't know everything I've consumed. Um, and so the next day. <laughs> Get him, Nate. Get him. Get him. <laughs> don't encourage the chat. And so uh, the very next day. I, I just remember, actually, the last thing I remember of the night was we were all sitting on the couch. Jacoby pulled up a video of, uh, like, it was something involving Freddie Mercury. And then all I remember was it was very, like, musical. And I was like, hey, guys, I understand what you're saying about all this, but Hamilton. And for the rest of the night, I refused to let them not play Hamilton. I was just like, let's go. Show Battle of Yorktown now. You know what the best part is, though? Yeah. At one point, they just put a pair of headphones over your head. Oh, no, do you think? They just put they just put Hamilton on repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, every few minutes, you just bust out with, Oh, world turned upside down, baby! The world turned upside down! They're like, what the fuck is this dude doing? And I think by the end of the night, I ended up consuming half a bottle of Bullet Bourbon, uh, three, like, mini bottles of vodka, uh, an inappropriately large amount of vodka from the poly juice potion. And I just remember waking up the next day and M who didn't drink out, she got pretty gone, but not as bad as I did. Cause she had to drive home just being like, all right, are you ready? Let's go places. Let's go do things. And I'm like, you don't understand this world. I will. No, end I would you like all. to say, especially because those dove parties can go very, very long into the night. Like to the point where I, last time I went to one, I was up for so long that I had reached the point of, oh, the hangover is already setting in, and I haven't even gone to sleep <laughs> You haven't yet. left yet. Oh, no. Uh-huh. My, I believe that was also the party where you, like, I wanted to spend the night because there was a girl there. Tanner told Okay, wait. Is, do you know Nate? Tanner told me you threw up after having a half of a beer. What? <laughs> 
but firstly, I don't drink beer, so what? Um, secondly, I told you not to mention my name. <laughs> you're just like, you're just like, you're sending out mass texts to people like, hey, come in here. Hey, dude, dude, dude. Come fuck no. with this, dude. No, that's just my last name. Okay, I think we should move on to the next segment. Because this is a horrible Halloween podcast. Okay, what are we gonna what are we gonna do now? Oh. Uh. Well, Blake Tanner, before we get into anything, I do wanna remind everybody about Patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the only website where you can go to support these good BS boys right about here. Uh, and then of course we do have perks over there for you. Uh we do have if you donate just a dollar. Uh, you will get shouted out every single week on the podcast, like the Patreon saying herself, Deborah A. Moore, like Scott Moore. Uh, and of course, like our brand new patron, who came on, uh, me and him hung out during my Skyrim stream last night. Um, I can't remember his real name, but I do know he much refer- prefers being referred to as Taro. So, good old Ham Taro, thank you for your donation. Uh, and then, of course, uh, if ticky, you donate... Ticky, ticky, motherfucker. Yeah, Ham Taro, this one's for you. And then, of course, for $5, if you donate $5, you will get a weekly motivational video from me or the B just helping you get through the week. I just now realized Taro spent, is donating 5 so Blake... Just start sending motivational videos to a random dude on Steam. I hope you're cool with oh, that. Fuck. Uh, but of course. Oh no! 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 Hold on! No, this has changed the entire game. I never expected this to happen. What? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Leave! Run! Shit! <laughs> And, of course, our last perk we do have over there on Patreon.com slash a load of BS is, of course, the BS Booty Box. Every single month I design a brand new shirt. Put it on merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But if you want to get it before anyone else, if you want to be the one, the only, the one with the big booty, then just donate $30 over there. Oh, also the BS Rev Up. I forgot to mention that. Just oh yeah, donate. we did that. We did a long rev up today too. Oh yeah, just donate any amount of money and you get access to the BS rev up, which is basically where me and Blake have to try to get ourselves motivated to do this damn show. Also, the brand new shirt is right up there. A load of BS, Birmingham, Alabama. It looks punk as hell. I love it. Uh, hold on, this is gonna be just for you, Nate. I wasn't planning on drinking. Taking a shot at for all Nate, tonight, but I'm gonna take a shot. Give us money. Wait, hold on. I would love if, with every new viewer, we had to take a shot, or I had to have a glass of scotch. No! No! That would be the Undertaker bet all over again. That was rough. The Undertaker bet nearly killed us. Mm-hmm. But Blake Tanner, you know, we, uh, we've, we've had a habit in the past of having great ideas for movies. Having uh-huh, these uh-huh. great cinematic ideas. And I figured since this is our spooky Halloween episode... Wait, are you going to vape that out? There we go. Oh, look how spooky oh. it is. I'm playing Tanner's screen. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, oh. oh, It's, it's so really sp- dark out here, too. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to die. I know. You're gonna. You're also kind of orange like a pumpkin. Um, but I figure we should try to make the BS horror movie. Now, here's, okay. the, here's the dealio. Is the fact that I really enjoy... I, I enjoy the concept behind it. Where they're like, the villain is something that scared people in their childhoods. It's a clown. So, Blake, I want to take you back to your childhood. What was okay. the thing that scared you the most? Um, when I saw 
the original movie version of it, honestly. Wow, wait, really? That okay. Was a, that was a bad one. Okay, so what you're saying is it's a VHS copy of it with Tim Curry on the cover, and it's just slowly following you around, like, tempting. It's almost pushed into your VHS player. Yeah. We we all float, we all float down here. I say that in the movie. Man, you gonna watch it again, Blake? This is something we discuss. Hello, Blake. This is me. Actually, wouldn't that be dope if Pennywise, instead of like going through all the work he did, he just turns on real fucking scary movies at their scariest jump scare parts? Yeah, that would that would probably be the worst. Okay. Actually. Like, if, as soon as, like, if we were doing the podcast right now, and, I don't know, a, a terrifying scene from, uh, what's a, what's a jump scary movie? I was thinking, um, in, not Inception, uh, in, in, what was, what's that end movie? Insidious, where fucking Darth Maul pops out behind the woman, like, yeah, what's up? Oh, by the way, by the way, J-Wubs, yes, you can get spoopy with the boys. Hey, bud. Gonna take a drink for J-Wubs, coming on in. No. No. No, we're not doing that, Scotty. We're not doing the shots. Well, no, no. I don't I just finished my drink. Like that was it. Oh. No more shots. Shots, um, shots, 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 shots. Shots, 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 shots. No. No, no. Okay. So, uh I I also like the idea that like he does like as the movie goes on, he yeah. starts to run out of ideas, so he starts pulling like just random screamer videos from YouTube. Wait, okay. Can we just, just discuss like the, uh, mm. do, do you remember the one from the beginning? Like, this was, like, the beginning of the 2000s and the beginning of, like, this jump scare era. It is mm -hmm. a lovely car going across a and mountain. it's driving down that road. And then all of a sudden, some motherfucker pops out and just screams at you. Uh, that well, was the first one that I'd ever seen. It was the mm. first one I ever saw as well. Also, J-Wubs, I will not take a shot every time you comment. We will die. We've had this oh, happen no. before. Um, and so the other, and so my mom showed that to me. Like my mom, the person who I should trust more than anything else in the world was just like, hi, my child, come watch this video with me. <laughs> and in case you're wondering how traumatizing it was, I remember the day itself because it was the day of the Michael Jackson trial. That's the weirdest shit of all time to remember. Uh I, I like that it's very clear in a person's mind the exact moment that they stop trusting their parents. <laughs> like, it was, it, was, it was, like, severe. It wasn't just like, oh, hi, Mom, that's funny, okay. It was literally like I started crying. Like, Mom, how dare you do this to me? And, I, like, I remember walking down my hallway and refusing to, like, go past a corridor because I was like, something's going to jump out. I don't care. My mom wants to kill me now with uh, terrifying things. Oh, J-Wubs is oh. talking about... Oh, dude, J-Wubs, the fucking maze. Do you remember that one? Oh, shit, yes. Oh, fuck. Because I did that one to myself. I did that yeah. one to me, and I just remember screaming and my parents running in, and I was like, you don't understand. No, shit my went favorite down. thing was like, it was, and it was such a fun game, too. Oh, yeah, because, it, I mean, it had challenges, like, don't touch the walls, you'll be okay. And I was like, please, uh -huh. please. 
And it was difficult if I remember to, to like my thirteen or fourteen year old brain. Oh no, the but ending like, of the ending of it is extremely difficult to the mm-hmm. point where you're all you want, all you want in life is just that one moment where you hit it and you're gonna be victorious, and then bah! and I'm like, oh no, that fucking creepy thing. Um, going back, I just remembered when I fir- like that first jump scare we were talking about. I remember the first time that I saw it. Yeah, because. My family got me to get two to three inches away from our massive CRT television that we had in the early 2000s. And it was not only my mom, it was not my dad, my grandparents were there. And it's what? like we had family dinner. It was and like then a my church was like, picnic. It was a family function, all gathering around breaking the trust of the youngest or the eldest son. Yeah. Oh, do you want? <laughs> hey, do you want to make sure that he resents us for the rest of his life? Let's just hey, pop bud, this bitch here. on there. I remember distinctly falling to the ground, screaming, <laughs> and it was not a fun night. Oh, yeah, 100. What's bad is I'm imagining you falling to the ground like a cockroach that's fallen on its back, so your arms and legs are falling. And, like, I'm just (laughs) writhing. (laughs) I think that gurgling noise. I'm really happy jump scares, like, as far as not in movie jump scares, like in normal shit. I'm happy they're Mm. not a thing anymore. Because, like, jump scares are kind of like kicking someone in the nuts. You think it's gonna be funny to do it to them. But then afterwards, you kind of just feel really bad. You're like, ha I did... Oh, man, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Come here, bro, I'm sorry. Interestingly enough, I'm also glad that the fad of hitting people in the nuts went away. I mean, it hit its peak with, uh, do you remember Kicked in the Nuts? Yep. I loved Kicked in the Nuts so much. (laughs) Sir, you've been Kicked in the Nuts. Oh, it's okay now because it's on TV. (laughs) No, no, the best kicked in the nuts was still, it was like two little kids playing uh, baseball and they're tossing it back and forth. The kicked in the nuts guy runs out, kicks the one kid in the nuts. The dad is like, that's my son. How dare you kick him in the nuts? He turns, starts to run away, but on his, like, in his gate, he somehow manages to kick the other little kid in the nuts before he leaves. (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, Scotty, have you ever realized that our themed episodes always deviate so quickly from the theme? Well, that's actually what I was just thinking about, because we've been trying to make find a villain for our horror movie, and I think we've found him in the form of the kicked-in-the-nuts guy. Nuts guy. Uh, can he also be a personification of um, ADHD? Because that's what's happening here. Okay, I'm fine with that. No, no, I definitely just have the idea. If you get, uh, if you get kicked in the nuts in your dream, you get kicked in the nuts for real. (laughs) You just wake up screaming. Yeah. Oh God, my nuts! Oh, oh wait, I've just been kicked in the nuts. Oh, okay. Damn. Well, uh. J-Wubs, I'm not going to fully answer your question, but we are going to incorporate it. J-Wubs asks, would you rather be permanently renamed Hot Carl for life, or every single day of the rest of your life you have to drink a shot of your own piss? So, Kicked in the Nuts guy is now being renamed Hot Carl. Hot Carl. 
and he oh, has wow. a he's got a secondary weapon besides his leg and it is a shot of his own piss and he just not only does like he kicks you in the nuts and when you're on the ground he dumps it on you well i w no i was thinking like he he He's kind of diversified now who he can attack. Because when you kick people in the nuts, you can only attack those who have nuts. What do you do? Okay, I don't know. It, have, have you ever heard, like, how, how surprisingly painful it is for someone who does not have nuts to get hit in, the, in that area? Because I have heard a lot of bad stories as well, and well, I've seen some pain reactions that's like, they yeah. just got kicked in the nuts. Well, no, no. Damn. Uh, you remember that scene near the end of Pacific Rim where one of... This will make sense in a minute. Where one of the monsters, it seems down and out like it's going to die. And you're like, oh, no, the monster. Then it sprouts wings and it's this huge <laughs> shock moment. Yeah. Well, about halfway through this movie, you're going to think there's going to be like a, a female lead. And you're it's going to be real Game of Thrones-like where you're like, she's the one. She's going to survive this. She can't be kicked in the nuts. There are scientists, by the way, proving this the whole time. We need you to go after him. I don't know why it's now a giant monster movie. Um, you're the only one that can stop him because you're the only person in this movie without nuts. Yeah, right? And so uh, and so there's this be this shocking scene where kicked in the nuts guy runs up to her, kicks her, and she's just like, no nuts, bro, what you gonna do? Then he just tosses acidic piss into her face, and then she oh, falls God. to the ground. And I then, would also like to say that this movie we've already created does not pass the Bechdel test. I don't think I know what the Bechdel... I think I do know, but I've forgotten what it means. What is it's the, the one where, like, you need two women to talk with each other about something other than a man. Well, okay, hold on. Can let's, we, let's can work we rewrite it, it to to make it past the Bechdel test? Okay. Which, like, the Bechdel test is kind of bullshit. I was going to say, all um, we need is, like, but, one scene. We just need, yeah. like, one scene with uh, them talking about something else. So it opens on them. Now, if you talk about a man's testicles, does it count as talking about a man? Yes. Damn now, it! If you just talk about testicles, I think you can get away with it. Okay, so but I But as like... long as you don't reference a specific person's testicles, who happens to be a man, you're good. Okay, so what you're saying is that it's gonna be a man... It's gonna be... Fuck. It's going to be a man... It's gonna be, uh... The girls are also scientists. And so now they're discussing the pain ratio of getting kicked in the nuts and how this, uh, the kicked in the nuts guy has somehow increased his kick pressure to be enough to bust a guy's balls. And so now this oh. is the two women. All the male scientists have died because they've been kicked in the nuts. Because and they've been bleeding out from their nuts. From They've been bleeding from their nuts. And so now, oh no, oh my god, well, wouldn't you love that surgery scene where they try to put the nuts back together again? Oh god, no. This is the thing, though, like, I think that he's um, more like a Freddy Krueger-esque character. Like, of course he attacks people in their dreams, but he also <laughs> kills them slowly. Oh, okay. Like, he's kicking them in the nuts over weeks, maybe. And, like, he, you can pull in... You like, he just walks in, kicks him in the nuts. They're like, wow, that kind of hurt. Day two, kicks him in the nuts. Aren't you the same guy that kicked me in the nuts yesterday? Third, okay, now seriously, this has to stop. 
then he pulls like he pulls like a ring, and every time he kicks you in the nuts, he's just like, "You have seven days. You just been kicked in the nuts." Wait a minute, are we seven. now combining all the movie villains? Okay, so now you wake yep. up in a room, and it's just like, "Do you want to play a game with your nuts?" <laughs> He's okay. No, no. This is the seventh day. So the first six days, we're combining them all. First six days, he just randomly sneaks up and kicks you in the nuts. Seventh day, you wake up in a room and he's just like, "Do you want to play a game?" And you are no. And this room, this room, is very dark. Once you see it, until you see the lights pop up, and it's another person who's currently being attacked by the nuts guy. And then he says, "Do you want to play a game?" Of Double Dare 2017! (laughs) I'm Mark Summers, finally happy to be done with Unwrapped, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Um, I like the the point where, like, hold on, the first physical challenge. Oh, Hmm. I was gonna say, this is my Saw Nuts game, real quick. It is, you are strapped. That's the first physical challenge. (laughs) You are strapped with both arms. To the ceiling and your legs spread. There is a pendulum in the middle of the room. Oh shit! I've just figured out how to make it a physical challenge. So uh, you have to use your muscles like the rock to try to force the pendulum into the other dude's nuts. <laughs> Back and forth you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but also the ropes are wearing thin. So you have to be careful not to break the tension because if you do, that shit's going to swing right back into your own nuts. And then at the final physical challenge, yeah, like you've got the victor and the other dude has been thoroughly kicked in the nuts. They, they might even be dead after right. this. And so our guy comes up and congratulates the winner and he says... All right, it's time for your prize. And then he kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> he kicks him in the nuts. <laughs> now, wait, is it a, uh, is it a, nor- like, because at normal Double Dare, it wasn't you against another person. It was you against the obstacle course. Now, <laughs> is the obstacle course all nut-based challenges? Yes. And if they do, one guy happens to make it through, and that's when he gets kicked in the nuts. Okay, okay. Now, can we just kind of think of a few nut-based obstacles you have to get past? I'm definitely thinking uh, the pommel horse will be involved. Yes. Um, you got, I, like, you know the gag with the uh, with the rakes where you step on a rake and it smacks you in the face? Yeah. We just have some really short rakes. <laughs> really tiny rakes. I was also thinking, uh, you know how a lot of people, like, will try to parkour over certain things? but then they end up splitting and landing on their, like, crotch. That's got to be a challenge. You have to nail a perfect fucking grind, a 50-50 grind down a rail without it busting your nuts. Oh, dip. Um, oh. Also, fun um, you also fact. Have... Hold on, fun fact. We're still making a movie. This is not a new game show we're making. No, it's not. So I think we can kind of fudge the numbers a little bit with all the games we come up with, because we're not going to show it all the way. We're going to keep cutting to it. Now, I'm interested in how does the piss come into play? Um, I honestly think it would be better if the piss was, like, a one-time thing that he uses only against that one character. But in the end, when that character is eventually triumphant over the monster, for the time being, of course. She pisses on him. 
Yeah, she dodges his piss and then comes back with piss of her own. Oh, shit! Mm. I, you know what? I think that's a really good move in feminism. Because, like, you wouldn't think the what, like, because, you know, all the women have to be dainty in movies. They have to, they wouldn't do things like hit people with their own piss. No, our woman's a fucking hero and she'll do whatever it takes, including slapping a man in the face with her own piss. I mean, at least we didn't kill her in the end. Well, of course we're not. Um, Now, she's got to be there for the sequel. (laughs) Piss, too. Um, Well. So what you're saying is the first time he attacks her with piss, it's more like he's afraid. He is on he's on the defensive. He looks to the left and there's just a jar of his own piss. Take it and then tosses it. Or does he fear piss, grab it in his hands and then slap her with it? No, no, wait. Is this like is this a fucking earnest scared stupid moment? What? Where it's just like you gotta use you gotta use this one liquid to defeat the monster, and it turns out to be human piss. It turns out to be no female piss, because if you're working around the nuts that much, you've definitely got male piss on you. So you have to get female. Okay. Yeah, this, okay. This this raises a lot of other questions about gender, though. So like. Yeah, but it's okay. We're going to have to work around this one. Uh-huh. But I feel like, I think we don't have to worry about that, uh, what was the test name anymore? The, the, uh... Would the... you rather be called ass-face sportfucker or have diabetes for life? Oh, no, the chat has gone ham on just trying to give us these this or that questions, and I'm like, yep. guys, we're kind of built, uh, we're world-building right now. Um, before we get into the this or that, because I feel like we do need to do that for our chat, um, I do want to know... What is the name of our movie? What is the name of our kicked in the nuts piss movie? I think piss needs nut to be nut one, the nutting. Oh god, that one sounds. That's a, I can almost guarantee you there's a porn with that name. <laughs> nut one. I like. It's gotta have. It's gotta have the surname one though, like the <laughs> subtitle. As if because we're like. We know we're, this is. We're definitely getting a sequel. Um, I want piss to be in the title, like a piss pun. Piss, pistol whipped. No, that implies something different. Now, Jay Wubbs has offered up the the sequel title, which is Nutkicker 2 Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. (laughs) Oh, and Uh, it's electric because his piss is now electrified. Yes. Oh, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Okay, I think... I think it needs to be Nutkicker 1, um, Evolution. Evolution? <laughs> Nutkicker 1, Pissed Off, maybe. Pissed the, Off. The Piston Cup. You have to win the Piston Cup, and then Lightning McQueen shows I, up. Shows up. Oh, uh, I like, I like Nutkicker 1, Pissed Off. Nutkicker 1, Pissed Off. Good, now I know the name of the episode. Um... And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to remind you that, uh, of course, me and Blake do have other other websites where you can help us out. We do have merch.loadofpurebs.com with all our merchandise. But this is the giving season, Blake Tanner. This is the season of giving. 
which is why we are doing all of these streams for Extra Life. It's actually why we are now officially streaming a load of BS. It's why I'm doing mm. streams every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 1030 uh, Central Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash a load of BS. And it's why we are doing three 24 Now, Scotty, hours. is that 1030 p.m. or a.m.? That is p.m. because no, mm-hmm, because I will not mm-hmm. be awake. And so, uh, and so, yeah, we've got our streams going, all to support Extra Life. Uh, we are supporting the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Last year, we raised two hundred and seventy-five dollars. But Blake, we can do, we can do better than that. Mm, That's not mm-hmm, us numbers. Mm-hmm. We can do it. That's rookie numbers. We gotta get that shit up. And so, of, of course, if you guys do want to help, if you guys do want to donate, just go over to bit.ly slash cancer. That's BS versus cancer. Every little bit you guys donate helps. It is the giving season. It is, uh, you guys can probably write it off on your taxes. I don't know how donations work. But, yeah, just help us out. Give back this season for Extra Life at bit.ly slash cancer. All right, Blake, do we have to do some... Do we have to do some this or that's really quick? I think because chat. Uh, okay, been going. yeah. Let's start. Let's start this out with some this. Well, crazy. Oh shit. So, there's a lot. There's a yeah. Hmm. Well, let's start with what inspired the Hot Carl trilogy. We've forgotten that Hot Carl was his name, by the way. But uh, <laughs> would you rather be permanently renamed Hot Carl for life for every single day of the rest of your life? You have to drink a shot of your own piss. Dude. Oh, after what we just did, I'd be Hot Carl. Dude, yeah, like, 100%. I would be Hot Carl all fucking day. <laughs> I'd never not be Hot Carl. Are you kidding me? Um, Would you rather take Jack Daddy's the size of a football for a month or vomit a cat? Blake, do you know what a Jack Daddy is? Nope. All right, I'm just going to go on the internet, and I'm... Nate Hendrickson, you've scared me, my boy. My boy, I'm afraid of what this is going to lead to. Uh, but I am going to look the up what... The only I- result that I've gotten is Daddy Jack's New England Lobster and Chowder House. Oh, man, I don't like seafood. <laughs> so well, is that just like, would you like to take... Would you like to eat seafood all day? Now, I have found a decoy for something. I don't know what that means. Oh, wait. Related searches Jack Daddy meaning. Um, I found Shack Daddy. Bone Daddy. Please, let me be your Bone Daddy. <laughs> bone Daddy? A Shack Daddy is a rockabilly guy, like a buffoon moron jackass. Uh, I mean, like, take Jack... Take Jack Daddy's... Oh! It, oh shit means shits thank you nate hendrickson uh it means would we rather shit something is it still shit like that's the thing am i shitting footballs or am i just like you know going like am i just like doing this am i just like you know just shitting because i have the i i think my my uh my butt would be able to reshape it in its own in its own image, um, I don't know. Like, how big's the cat? What kind of cat is it? I don't want to have to vomit out a cat because that means that I have to take care of a cat every day. No, that cat's dead. Don't even act like that cat's gonna be alive, dude. Like, 
Um, like what? No, but seriously, what are the implications if you vomit out a living cat every day? No, no, no. It's just once. You shit the size of footballs, or you vomit a cat once. That is the, the and I oh. say vomit the cat because that is a oh, one yeah. time. <laughs> I'd only have to do that once. I'd get that over with. I thought yeah. there was a time schedule attached to that. Yeah, no, fuck exactly. that. Uh, would you rather be called ass face spork fucker or have diabetes? I know I like... people with diabetes. Like this one just seems rough. Diabetes feels like a lot more manageable though. Right? Than as being a more... ass face sport fucker. Okay, mm. wait, hold on, J Wub, slow down. We're we're still on spork fucker. Um my thing though, I think like with the internet Cat just once, but it weighs fifty pounds. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, thank you, Nate. I'm cats. still I'm still firmly in vomit a cat territory, though. It's only happening <clears throat> once, as opposed to daily pain for thirty days, or maybe nope. even thirty one. Um, I honestly think I would be called Spork Fucker, like because like I, I assume he means legal name Spork Fucker. I don't care. Like, keep calling me Scotty. Like, if legal documents change, I don't care. You just have to put it down on every legal document. Excuse Mr. Sportfucker. Mr. Sportfucker. I'd fucking reply. I'd be like, yes, thank you. I have diabetes. Help me out. I'm also afraid of needles, though. That's one of my problems. I'd yeah. be like, no. Well, see, you wouldn't have diabetes if you were sports fucker. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm, uh, that's why I think I'd be spork fucker. I don't like needles. I, I'd be like, spork. Scotty, why'd you change your name to ass face spork fucker? Well, you see what happened was someone threatened to give me diabetes if I didn't change my name. So I changed God. my name. Okay. We got one more to do, and then I got some Halloween stuff business to get to. Okay. Would you rather drink nothing but hepatitis juice? Not a real thing. Uh, or it could mean Four loco. Who knows? Uh, for the or, rest... you know, blended up um, shit, piss, and Four loco. So Four loco. With hepatitis. Would you four rather loco, drink yeah. nothing but Four loco or hepatitis juice for the rest of your life or be forced to play nonstop marathon Jenga for four days with Donald Trump I'd fucking play Jenga with that. I'd play Jenga, yeah. Hold on, you know why? Because that means four days where that motherfucker is not in charge of this country. (laughs) I'm in charge of you now, bitch. (laughs) I don't care if I die if I stop playing. You're here too. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Like, I assume we get food and he's the fucking president. That means we're getting some bomb-ass food. That's true. I know. There's nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing can go wrong. Like, I mean, like, I'm going to have to deal with him, but it doesn't say, like, Blake can't come hang out. And then it's just going to be the weirdest four-day episode of a load of BS of all time. Exactly. Like, I mean, one, and that's like, that's four days. That is not the rest of my life that I'm going to be constantly infected with hepatitis. Yeah. I mean, Blake, straight up, though, like, we would have to record it. No, Nate, you can't change it. He's not naked. He's normal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think I think it'd be fine. Also, it'd be, like, the best episode of A Load of BS of all time. Do you know how much promotion we'd get? Exactly. From just being like, this is us playing naked Jingo with Donald Trump. Hold on. So what you're telling me is that you boys do this every week. Yeah. 
what do you yep. do? What do you do for business? Th- this is our business. We go this through is... Patreon and like merch. We have merchandise websites. Okay, wait, no, I don't understand. I have no idea what you're talking Actually, about. Actually, right if now. we keep explaining this to him, like we might just fry his tiny little brain. Yeah, and then we're the president. We Santa Claus that shit, and then we're yep. the president. Exactly. No, you can't change. You can't J-Wub, change. J Wub, stop this changing. This is not a clarification. This is changing the whole question. Okay, J Wubs has changed it to you're playing in a closet that is 90 degrees. J Wubs, fun fact, we live in Alabama. That's our life, bitch. Uh, and if you stop playing, you die. It's non stop. Corruption's such an old song, and you can sing it on in harmony, and nowhere is it stronger than in Albany. Thank you so much, Blake, for that. How anyway. can, no, wait, hold on. I love that, like, the musical about our lives. How can we account for their rise to the top? Man, that jingle was nonstop. We played Jenga for four hours in a closet with Donald Trump, or for four days. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I'm bored now of this. All right, let's go on to, uh, you got some spoopy stories for us, don't you? Well, actually, I don't have any spooky stories. Um, a, a good, great gentleman by the name of, um, Alvin Schwartz does. Oh, if you don't when know, I think spooky writing, I think R.L. Stein, Stephen King, and then fucking Alvin. Yeah, Scotty, you know Alvin Schwartz's work, though, because he is the author of... One of the greatest scary stories for children books ever. Uh-huh. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh. Wait, can I tell one quick spoopy story that I used, to, that it was in one okay. of my spoopy books? I uh, would like to clarify, though, we are not we are not reading from scary stories to tell in the dark. We didn't have the money for that. We are reading from what? more scary stories to tell the in the secondary dark. The sequel. One. Um, the well, sequel. This is something that has stuck with me for a long time, and I don't know why. It's one of those stories that just kind of haunted me, and I don't know why. So this guy, um, sit down, uh, chat for this spoopy story. This guy captures a fairy, and, uh, he's, the fairy's like, I will grant all of your wishes! I'm a fucking fairy or some shit! And he's just like, oh, really? I want infinite riches. And he's like, the fairy's like, fucking... I can't just give you infinite, ri- like, I, I, I don't make things, I can change things for you. In other words, and so he's like, well, fine, give me diamonds, and I can sell the diamonds. And he's like, well, I need shit to turn into diamonds. I don't know. Give the- me the coal, motherfucker. Yeah, give me some, like, coal or fucking uh, lead or something. And he's like, oh, lead. Okay, I can do that. So he pulls pencil, like, the fucking filament out of a pencil. Nate. Is this back in the day when pencils were actually made of lead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, you know what? You could do. You could probably make diamonds easier from the graphite in pencil lead nowadays because yeah. it's just carbon. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so, sorry. So, uh, well, firstly, Nate has recognized that you are in fact vape god. Um, <laughs> but he pulls out. This was like the uh, like the plastic pencils you would put the filament in. This is how long we've been out of school that we're just like. Do you remember pencils? Um, so he takes that, and he's just like, here's a whole set of them. Turn this shit into diamond. And the fairy's like, I can do that. Well, turns out, turns out, dear readers, 
that uh, the diamond that she turned the sticks into was sharp enough to cut to cut through the glass jar that he was keeping her in, and then she had sharp ass fucking teeth and jumped out and ate him alive. And I'm like, what the fuck? This story, like this was the last paragraph. The rest of it is like this setup to a joke, and then this is your payoff. Like, she just jumps out and starts gnashing at him. Okay, this is one of those stories that always gets me because it's like, alright, this went from, like, zero to no, like, it went from totally chill to no chill. Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's like all of those, like, book fair scary story books that ever were made. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you think that's a scary story, though? <laughs> Well, I've got a, I've got a collection of great oh my, scary stories. Oh my God, is that it, you? Is that you, Toby Spooks? Toby no, Spooks. No. Yes, it's me, the Crypt Keepers oh. cousin, Toby Spooks. Toby Spooks, the Crypt Keepers cousin. <laughs> well, if you if you didn't know in a past life. I helped the man write some of these stories, and by write them, I mean half of them were stories that people already told all the time anyway. Like our first ghoulish tale from tonight, called The Wreck. It's uh, a horribly unpunnable name, if you must know. Because it's the same story that you've heard a thousand times. Let me give you the gist of it really quick. Okay. Um. So this boy, we're gonna call him Fred. That's what the book calls him. Okay. And this girl, uh, G- G- Jeannie, because that's what the book calls her. They went to the same high school, but they were at a dance one night for Halloween, okay. as it as it turns out. And Fred finally asked Jeannie to dance with him, and so she did. And they had a great time, and Fred fell in love with Jeannie, but then Jeannie said, I have to go home soon. And so he's, Fred says, well, let me give you a ride. Okay. Except, <clears throat> um, Jeannie says, well, I don't have my car here. I accidentally drove it into a tree on the way over. And what? Fred was like, I'll, t- I'll take you in my car, because I'm not going to think anything about that. But Fred drove her. Fred drove her all the way to the end of Brandy Road. It was in a neighborhood that he didn't wait, know Wait, wait, hold on. Well. What was the name of the road? Brandy Road, the good drink road. No, I was going to say down the Brandy Roads. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. But what? Uh, Jeannie says, well, just drop me off right here. I can find my way home. And then he's, uh, then boy says, well, this is in the middle of the woods. And she's like, it's fine. Yeah. So he drops her off and she walks into the woods and he gives her a bow to put in her hair. Uh-huh. She puts the bow in her hair and he thinks he's totally going to score with her next week. The Until end. driving down the road, he sees a light in the distance yeah. and it's a fire. A, ca- a car is run off the road. Oh no! It's run off the road down Brandy Road! And so Fred gets out and he looks in the car and he sees, oh my god, it's Brandy! She's in the car, she's dead, but she's got the bow in her hair! Oh! Holy shit! Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on, wait, what? <laughs> 
So what? Hold on, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So was well, she a ghost or? Uh... Probably ghost. You just have to assume ghost with all of these. And then the police came and they were like, "Sir, your fingerprints are on this bow. We need you to come with us." <laughs> we we know what you did. Also, you I just you, you've got chat pulled up, right? Yeah. I just want you to address what J Wubs just said. Wait a goddamn minute. It's November 3rd. Why are we telling scary stories? <laughs> Look, J Wubs, we had a very long episode last week where we didn't get to, so this is now spooky cast. Yep. If you didn't listen last week, then you won't get it this week. You gotta uh, stay with the continuity. Uh, okay, this next story is called Clinkity Clink. Clinkity Clink. Which, so it already sounds racist. I just want to let that be known. Clink. Oh, boy. I don't remember this story, so... Um, an old lady got sick and died. The end. Oh, my God, what? <laughs> How terrifying. Oh, God. What a spooky nope, that's, story. That's that story. Wait, hold on. You're What? That's not legitimately the story, right? Nope, maybe. Don't know. Hold on, let me go we'll back. We'll never know. Oh, wait, yes, it is. So, well, shit. <clears throat> this next story is called The Bride. Okay. And the only reason I picked it was because of the creepy-ass art on it. It looks like a woman in a wedding dress, and she's a zombie now. Oh, okay, so I've rode the Haunted Mansion enough times to know what the fuck this bitch looks like. Okay, cool, go yep. on. Uh, so, bride and groom, they were having fun on their wedding day, and they played hide-and-seek, because that's what fucking adults do. <laughs> yeah. Play hide and seek. I so the bride, tell me if you've heard this one before too. The bride hides in a trunk, gets stuck in the trunk, fucking dies, and they don't find her for years. Because I mean, fuck it. Like at that point, they're like, oh, we've looked everywhere. What about that trunk over there? Oh, I mean, it's locked. Yeah, you know, that trunk smells really bad. It smells like it dead my daughter. Should we look in there? Nah, no, <laughs> we've done everything we can. I'm sorry, they're not here. Literally, the end of this, the last paragraph reads, Years later, a maid went up to the attic looking for something she needed. Maybe it's in this trunk that nobody's looked in for years. She opened it and screamed. There lay the missing bride in her wedding dress, but by then she was only a skeleton. And then the maid fell into the trunk, and then the trunk closed again. <laughs> God, where is oh. she? Where could she be? This is one of those that's just dumb enough to be true, though. Like, that one's not horrifying. It's, like, it's existentially horrifying, but it's not like there are ghosts or skeletons. It's more like, <laughs> you know we're all going to die one day, and the best you can hope for is to suffocate inside a trunk, inside inside your well, attic. no, it's I like, think that's the worst you can hope for on your wedding day. No, man, that's what fucking the gambler says. The best that you can hope for is to die in the attic. <laughs> you know, that famous song. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Let's see what else we have, because I'm running thin. Some of these are shitty stories, to be honest. Oh, boy. Wait, hold on. I want to address what Nate just said. He goes, wait, are you high, James Franco? I yep. Don't, 
I well hold on. Which one of us is James Franco? Secondly, and then also is the question: Are you high, James Franco? All one uh, thing, or is it are you high, comma James Franco? Because well, that would also there ain't no comma. So also Blake, are you? Are, I guess you, are you high, James Franco? Yes. It does sound like someone got interrupted in the middle of a question as they saw James Franco yeah. walking by. Oh, wait a minute. Are you... Hi, James Franco! No, wait, but are you... No, dude, are you hi, James Franco? Oh, that one's even better. <laughs> wait, dude, are um, you hi, James Franco? Franco? It's are you hi... I, I would also are like... You, are you hi, James Franco? At this point, though, tonight... I am truly beginning to feel like a vape god. Vape god. god. <laughs> um, so apparently you're James Franco because I am Seth Rogen. <laughs> uh, have you got one more wait, scary... Wait, why are you Tanner? Oh, wait. Yeah, what J-Wub said. So apparently my name is Tanner. Your okay. name is Blake. Slay- Welcome to a load of BT. <laughs> Uh, if we get somebody with the name K, we could be a load of BTK, BTK. which is a, a serial killer. Ah, oh, that's fine. Oh, spooky. Happy Halloween. Have you got one, uh, <laughs> have you got one to send us off with, big man? Oh, this one's going to be great, because it's going to be part of my potluck supper. You're welcome to bring a dish. I'll be bringing the goulash. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hate you. <laughs> One dark, rainy Saturday afternoon, a fat and jolly butcher named Samuel Blunt had an argument over money with his wife. He lost his temper and fucking killed that bitch. The Damn. <laughs> then he ground her up into sausage and buried her bones under a big flat rock in the backyard. To keep the murder secret, he told everyone she'd moved away because this was back when they didn't have social media to keep up with everyone. He mixed his new sausage meat with pork, then seasoned it with salt and pepper, added some sage and thyme and a bit of garlic. I'm giving away my secret recipe right now. I'm very sorry. (laughs) This sounds sounds delicious. Can I just say my (laughs) Right? There was such a demand for this new sausage that he brought his best hogs he could find and started raising his own pork. He also kept a sharp lookout for humans who might make tasty sausage meat like his bitch of a wife, Eloise. So this dude has one bitch of a wife and then goes full Sweeney Todd on the whole town. They're just like, wow, human is amazing. His next victim was a plump school teacher. He grabbed her and ground her up. Another was a dentist. He was a little round man, and into the grinder he went. Okay. (laughs) Then one by one, children in the neighborhood disappeared. Then kittens and puppies, which defeats the whole purpose of the good sausage, because it was the people meat that made it good. Yeah, what? (laughs) Things went this way for years. Then one day he made a big mistake. A fat boy, they had to mention he was fat, came into the shop. He grabbed him and drug him into the grinder. But the boy broke loose and ran out of the shop. Blunt chased him, waving a big butcher knife. 
when people saw this, they finally fucking realized that this dude had been grinding their kids up. Okay. Holy fucking shit, people. You are oblivious. God damn. <laughs> An angry crowd gra- gathered at the butcher shop. No one knows for sure what to happen to, to Blunt to this day. Some say he was fed to the hogs. Some say he was fed to the sausage grinder to make one last good bit of sausage. And uh, ni- he was never seen again, though. Neither was his wonderful sausage meat. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, you killed the dude making the sausage. I doubt the sa- No, it'd be worse if they were just like, he wasn't seen again. But every Halloween, a link, some, a link of sausage comes out. <laughs> oh, that would be the best ending to this. Yeah, exactly. Like, these stories are just kind of, I don't know, like, obvious, I guess, maybe? His dentist's name is Earl. Yeah, that's the whole thing that I got from rereading all of the scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah. But the illustrations are still terrifying as fuck. Right. So, uh, before we end it, Nate has a question. Nate, what's your final thought? Oh, he asked that when I started telling the sausage story. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, 100%. One t- okay, thank you, J-Wubs. Oh. J-Wub's human sausage gives you terrible shits. Don't ask me how I know this. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so Blake Tanner, it's been a like it's been a stream. It's been exciting. So what did you learn this week? Um, I learned that the best thing to bring to your spoopy potluck is the goulash. I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> And I learned that if you want to take out a woman after attempting to kick her in the nuts, just slap her in the face with your own piss. It's just the best way to fix things. Or Uh, throw her into a sausage grinder. Exactly. So, Blake Tanner, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. I think I've officially not updated that for... A month now. Other than um, retweets, you're good about retweeting the show. That's but other true. Than that. Um, I've also at um, the Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. That's the Darkroom V I D Y A. Uh, we do a lot of videos. We did a Halloween stream last weekend where we played some video games. Yeah, they weren't Should... spooky video games, but we just had some fun. We did start streaming um, Ernest Scared Stupid, but it got shut down five minutes in. <laughs> so you could fast. actually find in. Yep, you you can actually find instructions on how to download our commentary over the movie, though, and you can watch it Mystery Science Theater style. Hey, awesome. Um, Just head to the YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my novel on Amazon. It's called Queasel Corp, Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. It is a tale of dicks and douchebags. Make sure to check out the Queasel Corp podcast and all the other amazing BS Network shows over on a load of purebs.com ladies and gentlemen. And like we've said before... Okay. And like I've said before, ladies and gentlemen, we have been streaming all month for Extra Life. You can uh, donate uh, donate over at bit.ly slash BS vs cancer. That's BS versus cancer. Every single little bit helps. We do have perks over there. 
I think for we're gonna do like a big shout out video at the end of all of it for everybody who's donated. Uh, if you donate five dollars or more, I'm gonna be sending out Christmas cards that I've designed with me and Blake. Uh, Fifteen dollars or more gets you a super secret amazing surprise that we're not going to announce until the December third stream, I think. And then of course, if you want to go out and donate thirty dollars, ladies and gentlemen, we do have this awesome shirt that I'm gonna put up. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see it right there uh, that I designed. Blake loves it. I loves it. And, uh, of course, yes. if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, make sure to like, comment, do all that good stuff. Do the same if you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher. And, as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and remember you can find both of us on Twitter at a load of pure BS. except no substitutes, and we will see you next time. Wait!